Here's what's coming up on the Ross and Norton Show. Um, and I feel like the best way to remember Kobe is, is to start at the first. 81 for Kobe, and I was like, what? Are you nuts? And that, to me, encapsulates who he was. Fearless, competitive. Which they announced the uh, reserves now for the East and West. Welcome, welcome, welcome in to the Ross and Norton Show. I am Greg Crittenden sitting in for Travis Norton tonight, who had prior obligations, was unavailable. And we have with us, as always, co-host Ryan Ross. How are you doing tonight, Ryan? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, you know, it's it's been a rough week, um, and, and we'll get to that. Uh, but uh, don't want to forget to say hello to our producer, uh, PC Hooper. How are you doing tonight, PC? Oh, I'm here. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of the way it's it's felt all week. Uh, you know, I was just uh, laying on the couch Sunday afternoon, taking a nap, and um, my wife comes in, wakes me up off the couch, and shows me her phone, and, and, and it says, Kobe Bryant, dead at 41. Right, yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, this is, you know, Intellectually, you know everyone dies, right? But still, you grow up watching these guys that are larger than life, and you get a sense that they're invincible in, in some way. Um, you, you, you think the only thing that's going to take them is father time. Nothing else can stop them. And so... When I saw that, it just my first reaction was what? Like that's that's, yeah. that's what I said. I mean Shock. Um, yeah, and uh just completely shocking. Uh and it just kind of puts puts a perspective on our lives because he's only four years older than us. Yeah. Was only four years older than us and it's kind of puts into perspective your own mortality, which is yeah. something else to deal with. Um, so, yeah. Ryan, how how did you hear about it? Well, it's something Travis is not here on with us tonight, but um, he was the first one to uh, make it known to me. He sent me a text message and said, Kobe, like exclamation points. And I was like, what? And he told me what had happened or that TMZ was reporting it. And, you know, I was looking up all these sites and I was like, uh, you know, it just looked like spam. It looked fake at first. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. They weren't reporting it and uh, during the uh, Pro Bowl. And then finally, you know, finally they did, but it took them a while. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, that was my first reaction too. It was like, yeah, surely this is a hoax. I thought it sure was. Yeah. No way. 41. And and so the first thing I did was I, I googled because I've seen it before. I've seen like oh I didn't think that person was had died, and I look it up and and you know you get the result. Uh, there's a hoax out there, um, but you know, I saw multiple sources reporting the the same news, um, and it was just such a shock. So so then when I found out it was real, I put on. You know, searching around to see who's talking about it. Um, and uh, then as I'm watching for a couple hours, we find out, well, first they said five, and we didn't know who the other four were. Then it went to seven, then it went to nine. And we find out that right. his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi, was, was another which just made me sick to my stomach. And then we found out later in the night that she wasn't the only child to die on that, on that helicopter. Mm -hmm. There's two, two other teammates, uh, a mother and, and, and a mother and a father. And, you know, we, we, of course we're going to talk about Kobe. We don't want to glance over this and not talk about um, 
the others yeah, yeah. Who, who were killed. Um, I can't remember all their names. I know the Altabellis were, were, was one family, the two parents and the daughter. And, and that one's particularly stands out to me because they had two other kids that were at home. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine hearing the news about my sibling. I couldn't imagine hearing the news about my parents. And Ryan, I know you've you've lost my years. Um, but to hear about your sibling and your parents, oh yeah, I don't even want to think about it. No. And then I think about myself as a parent, as you can probably hear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I have a one-year-old son, and as a parent, you you do everything you can, everything you can to make sure that child is safe, to make sure that child is cared for, to make sure no harm comes to that child, and to think what Kobe's last moments must have been like. To know that not only will he never see Vanessa and his other three kids again, but to also know that Gigi will never see them either. Yeah, man. No, there's nothing he could do to stop what was about to happen to her. It's it's almost too much. It is too much to fathom, really. Yeah, and how did they get that? Was it just a translation of first it was five? Does five sound like nine or what? Well, you know, we we unfortunately live in an age where you don't have to get it right; just get it first. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, and that's how we, you know, Matt Goodman from ABC. He's been he's been suspended for what he reported as Kobe's entire family. Yeah. Well, that's Um, what they said because he's got four daughters, and we were like, "Oh my gosh!" And then there was rumors that Rick Fox was on the was on the helicopter really um and it's just we've we've moved from honest and accurate news to we you know it's 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 a symptom of our society where we we live in a uh, immediate gratification society where we have to have everything right now Mm -hmm. 20 30 years ago we probably wouldn't have heard until the next day. Yeah. Or you know, at least several hours till we had all the information that there was to have. That's when it would have been reported. But now mm-hmm. we are, we're breaking news to the families. Oh, I know that's awful. And as a journalism student, that was one of the things I remember learning in one of my, in one of my journalism classes was, yeah, you wait. Was how to how to handle the families of the victims mm. in tragedies like this, and we've thrown that out the window now. And that's yeah, and, and, and that's a, that's an aside. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's <clears throat> it was just a shock, and and equally shocking to me was. Just hours, just hours after it happened. Now we know what happened. If well, if you are of our age, you know what happened with Kobe in two thousand three. I don't want to go into the any great details. If you don't know what we're talking about, and you're listening. Just Google it. <laughs> um, but just hours after he he perished with those others on the on the helicopter people are tweeting out articles about the allegations from 2003 mm-hmm. how many times have you heard in the last 17 years how many articles have people written about that and it hasn't been worth talking about for 17 years but for some reason just yeah just a couple of hours after he He's passed. That's what we want to talk about. And if you're listening and and you are one of those who say, well, yep, this happened. 
I make no apologies for anything I'm going to say tonight. Put yourself in Vanessa's shoes. Think about how you would feel. Because we're all human, right? Mm-hmm. And we all make mistakes. I've done some bad things, some things I'm not proud of myself. Everyone makes bad choices and some are less than what Kobe was accused of doing. Some are worse than what Kobe was accused of doing, but we all make bad choices. So how would you feel if some, if your spouse, your father passed away and People eulogize him by saying, mm-hmm. hey, remember that one time where he did that really bad thing, the worst thing he ever did in his life? You remember that? Yeah. I mean, do like, where's the decency? Do we not, do we assume that Vanessa doesn't get on Twitter? Um, do we assume that, that his older children um, don't have social media? It's, it's disgusting. And, and honestly, the things that I've seen said about it seem like people who weren't informed. Because the, the fact of the matter is, there's a lot of questions about those allegations on both sides. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, obviously, he admitted to the encounter, <laughs> what transpired in that encounter is his word against hers. And there were definitely some some details. I won't go into them, but there were definitely some details that were highly questionable uh, on on both both sides. Yeah. Um so I mean if for some reason you know if not talking about for 17 years was was okay. If for some reason you feel like you need to bring it back up after 17 years, let's let the guy get to the morgue first. Yeah. Well, I don't want to harp on all that tonight. We want to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that I just, I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> uh, but yeah, moving on. Yeah. Because we don't want to talk about that really. We want to remember Kobe. Um, and I feel like the best way to remember. Kobe is, is to start at the first. Um, and I don't know, Ryan. Did you did you know anything about Kobe before he was drafted? Because I, you know, we lived in a very different age. This was nineteen ninety six. Ninety six, yeah. The internet no. was just taking off. Mm-hmm. We didn't have YouTube videos. We didn't have rivals and twenty four seven sports. Right. Um, no, I mean, I just knew he was. Um, well, what? probably Kevin Garnett was the first first high schooler that we had seen put his name in, right? The year before, so we right, were just like, right. And uh, oh. you know, you had you know going way back. Uh, the I think the first, unless there's something like back in the '40s, um, that I'm not remembering. But uh, you know, Moses Malone was drafted into the ABA, and um, Daryl Dawkins to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Back in the seventies, but um, but you know, twenty years later, you know, you had KG. Yeah, KG fell what six, I think. Number five. Okay, five, and uh, and so so then we we look at Kobe and we, he fell to thirteen in that draft. Mm-hmm. And so you have you kind of have to ask, how did that happen? <laughs> now, do realize that. 1996, arguably the best draft ever, right up there with 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, Where was he slotted to go? Eighth or so? I don't remember. Well, we're we're going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> you look at the top six, and you can't. I mean, Kobe was the best player in the draft, but you can't really argue with him. Yeah. The top six, you got to think. Pretty good. This was, like we said, a very different time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, GMs weren't accustomed to guys coming straight out of the NBA, straight out of the high school into the NBA. Right. So they had their reservations about it, and and Allen Iverson, in order one through six, Allen Iverson, Marcus Camby, mm-hmm. Sharif Abdurrahim, who was probably going to have a much better career if his knees had held up. Yeah. Um, Stephon Marbury, Ray Allen, which. Actually, you, I always forget that they switched teams yeah. <laughs> uh, at that draft. And you had Antoine Walker, who had uh-huh. a pretty good career until he got out of shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, then it's the Clippers' turn. And the <laughs> Clippers do the most oh, Clipper thing. Yeah. You mentioned that the other um, night, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to – I, I, I forgot to look up the source. I got this from a source. This is not me. I cannot think of the source right now. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, reportedly, the Clippers told Kobe, we love you. We think you're the best player in the draft. But we're trying to rebuild our franchise, and Los Angeles will never take us seriously if we thank you, wow. if we take a high school kid. <laughs> so they do the next best thing and draft Lorenzen Wright. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of clout Wright had come out of college. Do you? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> I mean, obviously he was good if he's getting drafted seventh. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't I'm I'm just saying I don't I didn't pay as close attention to the college game back then. Uh so I don't know if people were looking at him like, oh, he's a sure thing. So then eight was Kerry Kittles. So Kerry Kittles. And that's, and that's an interesting story because here's the thing. <laughs> I heard about that, yeah. Um and I got this watching the Soul Man thirty for thirty with uh Sonny Vaccaro. And um so apparently Kobe worked out for the Lakers and um, I guess there were media people there as well. And, um, Jerry West watched Kobe work out for five minutes <laughs> and shut it down. He, yeah. he did not want to get out how good Kobe was. Mm-hmm. And um, so Allegedly, Kobe's camp after that uh, kind of conspired to shed doubt on Kobe, uh, hoping that he would fall to the Lakers. Uh, you know, there were there were skipped workouts um, involved, and and uh, with the Nets case, you know, it's John Calipari was the coach there at the time. Yeah, was very. Very hands-on, almost. He wasn't the GM, but he 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 had some GM type um, privileges. So they leaked it to the Nets that Kobe didn't want to play in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and if the Nets drafted him, <laughs> he'll just go play in Italy. What a sneaky move! <laughs> because the. I think you know the Lakers were slotted at twenty four. I think they knew realistically he's not going to fall that far, but they felt like if he fell past the Nets, they could work something out. Oh yeah, they didn't even have that pick to begin with, huh? Yeah. Wow. Um, and so Calipari decides, well, Kerry Kittles is a sure thing in, in the we- sense of the matter that. He is surely going to play in the NBA. Yeah, which we should have mentioned him in the nineties. He was a beast at Villanova. Yeah. And really. He had some okay years of a T he, he injured both his knees as oh, well. Yeah. And he was um, as, as skinny as Reggie Miller. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a rail. Yeah. Um and so like I said, he was he was okay. Um, I think he would have had a much better career. I mean, he would have been – I don't know he would have been an all-star. But yeah. I think he would have been a pretty good player um, had his knees held up. 
Um, but then after that, it gets kind <laughs> of humorous. We get some Mocky Walker, mm-hmm. Eric Dampier, who had a long, he had a long career. Mm, mostly was just a guy that clogged up space. I mean, he was a pretty good rebounder. Um, but uh, he had Todd Fuller out of the league in five years. And Vitaly Potopinko. <laughs> or Potopinko. Yeah. And he's, I think he was out of the league in like nine, I want to say. Um, I don't know. It was... He he looked like he was a rebounder, but couldn't rebound. <laughs> really, he didn't rebound. No, oh, he averaged like six rebounds a game or something. So I, you know, I remember him being in Boston and how exciting mm-hmm. that was. Good lord. <laughs> um, and so then Charlotte picking at thirteen selects Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and. And then straight up, just a straight up trade. No draft picks. Yeah, why? Involved for Vladi. Didn't, didn't see much out of Kobe, and they wanted Vladi. Wow. I I think they felt like they were good at their wing positions. Uh, yeah. Although I, who would they have? I mean, I think it would have been like Bobby Fields, um, yeah. David Wesley, Glenn um, Rice. Not on there yet. Uh, yeah, Rice might have. Yeah, I think yeah. Rice was there. Okay. Um, I guess that's why then. And they felt like they needed to uh, get a big, and it almost didn't happen because because Vladi didn't want to go to Charlotte. Oh yeah. He he, you know, almost told him that uh, you make the trade, but I'm not going to play. Huh. But uh, you know, he he went to see the city and he. Turned out he did like it, um, and so. But he didn't play there a couple of years, right? Because then he went to Sacramento. Right, right, yeah, and I, I remember Vladi being really good in Sacramento. I don't really remember him right doing that much in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how Kobe lands with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got to heard- be. I don't know. Can you think of a guy that gave more value at at a late uh, mid round or late round pick than Kobe? Yeah, Kawhi Leonard at fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, he has That's... good value, but I... <laughs> Kawhi is not Kobe. No, Kawhi is, but... Kawhi is great. Yeah. Uh, he just popped in my head right right now. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about it. I just I just said it. But uh, I'd have to look at more. So you know that when mm-hmm. I look on it, when I look on Kobe's career um, as a Celtics fan, I didn't like him. <laughs> I don't like Lakers. Yeah, I'm a Celtics fan. I'm a Kentucky fan, and Anthony Davis went to the Lakers, and now I hate him. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't like LeBron before. Now I like LeBron even less. less yeah. <laughs> so but You can't deny what Kobe did. And I remember being so mad because was it his rookie year or was it his second year? What? I think maybe it was the second year. He wasn't even starting for the Lakers and gets voted in to start – Oh, All-Star yeah. game. That had to be second second year. And I think he averaged like twenty a game off the bench and they they still started Eddie Jones. <laughs> think, what? I mean that's 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 funny that Yeah. You know, he felt like Eddie Jones needed to get the start. <laughs> uh-huh. At that time it, people talked about Eddie Jones. He, he was good. But they finally you don't really think about Eddie Jones now, but uh, mm-hmm. but at the time, Eddie Jones was. I think it helped a lot that he played for the Lakers. Yeah, um, that he got the hype that he did, but he got some hype. Mm-hmm. Then he ended up in Charlotte, and then Miami. But would you agree that that All Star Game was kind of Kobe's coming out party? 
Shoot, I can't remember. Well, yeah, he won the slam dunk contest. So, Not only that, so that he, he had a slam dunk contest type dunk in the oh, game. I don't remember. You remember that? It's like uh-huh. a yeah. He got out on a fast break and did like some kind of like between the legs three sixty business and business. Hmm. I he, can't remember the dunk in the game. Just him winning the dunk contest. And that's when I realized, okay, Brandy this guy does have some crazy. game. Brandy going crazy because <laughs> they went to high school or prom together, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they went to prom together. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Pro- I mean, that's that's, that's the first time I realized I that Kobe had some game. That was bald Kobe, and then we had Froby when he won the <laughs> titles, two thousand, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, All right. So what? So what are what are some? What is your your impression of Kobe as a player? Like, what are some moments, maybe particular moments that you remember? Shoot. Um, I mean, the early years, he, yeah, he went off that fourth quarter against the Pacers, I guess, in his first finals. Well, hang on. We got we to gotta mention he started off bad in 98 or whatever versus the Jazz when he took oh, – yeah. When he shot those two or three air balls in the last waning seconds, that was bad. But it didn't take him long to recover from from that. I know when he was a rookie or second year, Shaq called him Showboat Bryant. He didn't care too much for him because he thought he was hot dogging and stuff. But then he learned to like him when they won the that fourth quarter against Portland and and won three titles in a row. Well, we we asked or we. I asked you, I said, which Kobe did you like, number eight or number 24? I like I liked eight, Kobe. You like 24. Yeah, you know, I thought 24 is the more complete player. Yeah, I get it, but man. Eight was the more exciting, was, yeah. He was explosive and exciting, uh, yeah. But uh, 24 was the more complete because he, yeah. you know, that number eight, Kobe, um, he, he still had some work to do on his jump shot. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time Shaq left, he had developed that jumper. Yeah. And, um, and he still had, he still had some explosiveness. Um, still could throw it down with the oh, best yeah. of them in the league, but he added that jumper, made him even more dangerous. Um, but of course, you know, we you always have to mention the the eighty one point game. Um, oh yeah, which I was watching that because I forgot. I, I think yeah. it ended in a blowout, right? But it didn't it, start that way. No. It didn't. No, it didn't start yeah. that way. I mean, the Raptors had a good lead. I remember when you texted me that eighty-one for Kobe, and I was like, "What? Are you nuts? Is that a typo?" Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't show the game. It wasn't broadcast. Yeah, yeah you know, this was, uh, was nuts. I guess this was before season passed. Mm. Or well, at least before we had it. <laughs> Two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah, and then he went off against the Suns that first round too. I think they got beat in five or seven, but yeah, the he, thing I think is interesting about the eighty one point game is that he outscored the Raptors himself in the third quarter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I remember Lamar Odom saying, You can't get sixty. You can't get seventy. <laughs> he was like motivating them. You and, can't get uh, eighty and he did. You know, one of my one of my uh Podcast idols, Jalen Rose, was uh, one of the ones that, mm-hmm. well, I wouldn't say he was kneeling him up. <laughs> and uh-huh. I, I thought no. it was funny because I was, I was listening to Jalen and Jacoby today, and uh, Jalen said that uh, they should make a statue of uh, Kobe in the 81-point game and Jalen's back turned towards him playing defense. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um and and you know you have to uh, talk about the the final game. Oh yeah, uh, went for sixty. Well, and I have my tore... personal opinion about that, but I'd like to hear oh. yours. Well, hang on. He tore his Achilles in twenty thirteen and stepped up and made two free throws oh, yeah. before he walked yeah. off. That was nuts. Um, and then he played three more seasons. What about the last game? What am I? Well, you know, he didn't. You know, it was the kind jazz. Of a... The Jazz didn't have anything left to play for. Yeah, Lakers didn't have anything left to play for. No, 
That did was they a give bad. It to him? Maybe. Did they give him the sixty? <laughs> Maybe. I don't. Hayward says he didn't, mm. but I mean, it. I don't think if he if he did, I don't think Hayward is going to be. Right. And right now, that no, no, I gave it to him. <laughs> and that was such a a bad mix of Kobe and like all these young guys, young guys on that team, D'Angelo Russell, Julius Randle, like they didn't me- mesh. I don't think they liked each other, yeah. but. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's something else we're going to dive into here in a minute. But if, if I had to take one, if I had to take one moment when Declan gets older, my, my son, for those who don't know, <laughs> When my son gets older, if I had to take one moment to say, this is who Kobe Bryant was, one yeah. of the greatest to ever do it, I would take that gif that he has where he's uh, quote-unquote defending Matt Barnes inbounding. Oh, pass. yes. But he's not really defending him. He's just, he's just standing down, yeah. <laughs> which is – which I think one thing that speaks about who Kobe was is Matt Barnes – <laughs> was a BAMF. Uh-huh. He ain't a guy that people mess with. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that messed with people. And Kobe gets under his skin in that moment. Which Barnes yeah. was the guy that got under people's skin. So I, I never I ain't never seen anyone get under Barnes' skin like that before. And so Barnes <laughs> does the does the the pump fake yeah, into his the face. Right his face. <laughs> taking no it ball out of bounds. Taking it out of bounds. No, no change of expression. No. It's just like <laughs> he didn't. He didn't even crack a smile either. Yeah, it was just nothing, and yeah. and that to me encapsulates who he was: fearless, competitive, didn't give yeah. an about anybody on the other team, and that's and that's what I miss. Uh, Kobe wasn't out there trying to make friends. Kobe right. didn't have a lot of friends when he played. Mm-hmm. He didn't have friends on his team. <laughs> he didn't. But yeah, man. Besides MJ, I mean, he's like he is just lethal. Yeah, cold-blooded uh, Mamba. Huh? And that's and that's you know what's it for for your kids out there? <laughs> when we talk about the Mamba mentality, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and. Um, but, but, you know, and I kind of touched on it. He didn't have a lot of friends. Um, he, Mm -hmm. he found it hard to socialize. Uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he grew up in Italy. Um, he did not have a true, some guys grow up on the same block. Some teammates grow up on the same block or, or in the same situations. Um, you know, they can, they can, relate to each other on, on the struggle of, of their upbringing. Um, Kobe didn't have any of that. Mm-mm. He grew up in Italy. Man, his own family, his mother and him didn't really get along. She was trying to sell his stuff or something, wasn't she? Uh, yeah, you know, I've been hearing about that. I, crazy. I, I don't remember that when it was and, happening, but I've been hearing about it lately. And I don't know about his dad, him and his dad's relationship either, Joe Jellybean yeah. Bryant, who played – Quite a few seasons, right? Yeah, he uh, played seven. Philadelphia, well, did he play? I think nine years in the or NBA. Seventy six, um, mostly for Philly. Yeah, yeah. They say Philly doesn't even embrace Kobe. What in the world? Well, I mean, he did. Uh, he did kind of tell Philadelphia he don't give a crap about him. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, man. Uh, I can't. I can't remember the exact quote, uh, but. I mean, he he immersed himself in L.A., planted himself in L.A., and is embraced yeah. by L.A. Um, he didn't really go back to Philly and do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, I, you know, I you just you see some guys across different sports, and I think the the first guy I always think about when I think about these types of guys is Troy Polamalu. Hmm. Fierce, scary competitor, gonna kill you on the on the field, 
Yeah. But you get him, you get him off the field. Nicest guy, most right. generous. Like everyone that knows him, he's like he's the most generous guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, devout Catholic, um, and, and and so Kobe kind of had that same kind of deal going on. Um, you know, he bumped heads with Shaq, bumped heads oh, with Phil, yeah. bumped Kobe. heads with the buses. Tell me how my tastes. <laughs> um, Kobe. I recently came across a story that uh, Nick Young and Lou Williams were sharing on Twitter where they had just got blown out by the Blazers. Mm-hmm. And Kobe goes and takes all the Kobe sneakers out of everybody's locker and throws them <laughs> in the trash and says, oh. y'all too soft to wear these. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. And, yeah, they were they were – laughing about it on Twitter, but I'm betting at the time it kind of come off. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's that's who he was as a player. He wasn't he wasn't out to make friends. Nope. Even on his team. Uh, yeah. You know, late in his career, he late in his career, he uh, I, I remember a story where he was in practice and he was yelling at Jerry West to bring in uh, or I guess Jerry West was no Jerry West wouldn't have still been there. <laughs> I was I was bus. He was yelling Jim Bus. Um, oh yeah, that he needs to bring in. He needs to bring in better talent because he's like thirty six, thirty seven years old, and he's worried <laughs> about getting better. He's yelling <laughs> at him. You need to bring in something else because I can't get better. Oh wow. Um, Got to bring in Pau Gasol to win him two more. <laughs> well, you know when you when you look at those teams, other than Pau, and they I won know. two championships. Lamar. Other than Pau, when you look at those teams, they would their teams Mid- weren't that good. Middle World Peace, eh. Andrew Bynum, eh. <laughs> Was Odom still there? Derek Fisher, yeah, I said Odom. Yeah, Derek um, Fisher at point. <laughs> And you know, I, I can't think of a lot of guys. A lot of guys are just Sasha Vujicic and Hall of Famer that won one by themselves. Almost every, no. almost know. every championship team has two, at least two Hall of Famers. True. Yeah. Uh, I really just thinking about it off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you one where they just had one guy. No. Well, no. Doctor J. I guess. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, no, no. He had uh, had Billy Cunningham. So, no. Uh, yeah, I can't think of one that didn't have at least two Hall of Famers. That's the funny thing. You got to have good players to win. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but other than other than Powell, who's who's going to be a Hall of Famer, um, you know, after he retires. Really, wasn't nothing else there. No, you're right. And they, you know, they beat a team that had uh, three Hall of Famers. Yeah, man. One one guy that's right there on the edge. In 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 Rondo. Rondo, yeah. Um, and that just kind of tells you how how good he was and. Yeah, he was bad in that first one, though, when they lost to the Celtics. Didn't he shoot a horrible percentage? I think so. And he shot in that in the game where they clinched it in 2010. He didn't shoot very well. Yeah, that's true. But, but he – this is uh, kind of the, the evolution of Kobe. He had the maturity to take a step back and say, hey, I ain't got it tonight. Mm-hmm. How else can I, can I contribute? And he locked down. Uh, Paul Pierce, he, loved, yeah. he 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 had 15 rebounds that game. Oh wow! Um, I don't know that. He made plays without scoring, and yeah. then he and then he did he hit a few in the, you know, in in the fourth. Um. So, yeah, it's 
you know, you, you kind of alluded to it, you know, it's a lot like Jordan, a lot like Magic, where they had these evolutions of their the way they played or an evolution of their mentalities. Because um, you had, you know, early Kobe who did it on his athleticism. Then you had, you know, middle Kobe who <laughs> developed the jumper, still had the athleticism, had a horrible team and was a horrible teammate. But, you know, when, <laughs> when the best teammate you have is very inconsistent Lamar Odom. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a team that started Kwame Brown for 49 games. Yeah. Um, Smush Parker. Oh, man, I forgot about him. Uh, I mean, this was – I was – you know, I was watching that that eighty one point game the the other day, and I'm thinking this team was terrible. Mm-hmm. And no wonder he was hard to hard to play with. <laughs> you go from uh, Shaq winning championships to yeah rebuilding, and they them rebuilding around you. Mm-hmm. It's it's not an easy transition, and then you you know. He kind of became a better teammate late in his career. Um, for those uh, 2008 and two th- or for the yeah 2009 2010 championships. Yeah, I think he um, liked. I think he liked playing with Powell. Yeah, yeah. Good, good um, match. I didn't see him trying to kill anybody, uh, like he tried to kill Kwame. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it kind of brings me to this. Like, what as a player, what is what is his legacy? Um, where does where does he fall in the overall players? Uh, where where would you put him? You know, roughly, or if you have an exact, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and where would you say he ranks as a Laker? <laughs> There's just so many L- Laker legends, man. That's the problem. Because yeah. um, you had players that came before him and Magic and Shaq with Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem. I mean, he's he's the shooting guard. If you well, I put – he's the shooting guard of the Lakers, him and West, A and B. Yeah. Um, you know, I think – I think Jerry West gets gets left out a lot. I mean, yeah, that was a very different era, um, you know. And stats were a little bit inflated it, back in West day. You think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No defense. Yeah. Well, I, w- I don't know if I'd say no defense. Um, it was the pace. The yeah. pace of play was a lot like it is today, except people couldn't shoot. But he's the only one that hits a half-court shot and only gets two points for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that sucks. They didn't have uh, three-pointer shot back then. What'd you say? Ranks is, is for me. I think you got. I think you got to take take Wilt out because he only played half his career there. I think as as good as Kareem was, and, and even though Kareem was there for a while. Uh, he didn't play his whole career there. Yeah. Um, and you got to take Shaq out. He didn't, he, he only played there, what, about six, seven years? Mm hmm. And uh, so, I mean, I, for me, it's Magic and Kobe. Yeah. Who do I, who do I pick? And, and it's, it's funny, Magic called Kobe the best Laker of all time, and I think Kobe did the same for Magic. Yeah, yeah, they would do that. That's funny. Um, at least Kobe's not like, look at me, look at me. Yeah, um, yeah, they have very, very different mentalities because uh, Magic was – Magic had to be loved. Well, I'm just talking about somebody like LeBron James. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kobe and Jordan don't even 
consider them they don't even say they're the best in the game <laughs> and i'm you'd think michael jordan would of all people would <laughs> yeah um no you know actually for for the first time i heard michael jordan not call himself the best ever the other day um he must have been he must have been in la uh talking about it playing to the crowd i, I guess but um, and this is this is off topic a little bit, but what? Uh, or you know, he was he was saying that um, that him and LeBron played in different eras, and so he wouldn't commit to saying that he was better or that LeBron was better than him. No, uh, he just he just kind of said, you know, we played in different eras, so it was a lot different. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say he was talking to LA. Good grief! So. When we talking Mount Rushmore or top five out there, um, you know, people always put, and we wanted to say this too, that the NBA lost another uh, ambassador this year, David Stern, the commissioner from what, 84? Uh, to um, 2014. And, uh, you know, that one doesn't cut quite January as first because you're, you know, you're prepared. Yeah. You were kind of you knew he wasn't in good health. Yeah, we knew it was right, right. I know. Um, when he came in the league, it was Magic and Bird, and then Jordan took it over. Those were like my three, my three best guys, you know, that I've I've seen play. And then here comes Shaq. Here comes Kobe. Man, they're right there. And I do want to say Hakeem Olajuwon, man. Between him and Shaq, were the best centers I saw. So those six guys right there, before you move into LeBron. Now they're like, I know there's only four spots on Rushmore, but they're all they're all right there for me. What about you? Um. Well, yeah, my Mount Rushmore. Is, and I obviously didn't see Wilt or Oscar or nobody. My my view on Mount Rushmore is a little different than most uh, because I don't look at when I look at Mount the actual Mount Rushmore, I don't see the what four five best presidents ever? Okay, yeah, ones that change. I see guys who changed the country. Yeah, and when I think about my Mount Rushmore for the NBA, I see guys who changed the NBA. Um, so if I were if I were to to just throw mine out there quickly, and and mm-hmm. you know maybe it's something we can talk about it. Let, uh, later, I, I mean, I'm going to uh-huh. see uh, Bill Russell, um, the first black uh, superstar player in the NBA. Uh, Elgin Baylor, the first above the rim player in the NBA. Mm. Um, Michael Jordan globalized the NBA. Mm. And then you'd have to throw – well, if I'm limited to four, then I'm going to have to, like, morph – Larry Bird and Magic Johnson's faces together <laughs> because nice. I can't se- I cannot separate them from each other for what they meant to the NBA because they yeah they resurrected the NBA when it was mm-hmm. at its least yeah. popular. I'm surprised you said Baylor. Okay, Elgin Baylor. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, maybe maybe if we don't get Baylor, we never see. Guards and yeah, small forwards dunking. Uh, okay, but I mean, I you know, like I said, he's not a top five guy for me. But uh, as far as what he meant for the NBA, uh, he he's he's got some. Memes. Oh yeah, you said that. Okay. Um, but uh, as for where Kobe ranks as a Laker, I'm I'm gonna have to say, for me, it's Magic. Yeah, um, I put him too. Yeah, I think the only thing, no, I think the thing that Kobe has on Magic is the longevity. Uh huh. Um, but the only reason that Magic didn't have more longevity was because of HIV. True. Yeah. Um, and we look at John Stockton, you know. People look at John Stockton as the quintessential point guard because he has the record for most assists. Mm. But I see it as 
the style that Magic played in versus the style that oh, Scott yeah. played in. It's like Fun. throwing a football through a tire hanging from a tree versus throwing a football <laughs> through a tire that's going 35 miles per hour down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and honestly, if if Magic had played like another five years producing an assist at the, at the pace that he was, Stockton doesn't touch it. Oh, yeah. But you, can you imagine he retired in 91 or whatever? Then uh, Shaq and Kobe came in 96. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a very possible situation crazy. that we see Shaq, Magic, and Kobe all together on, on one team. Well, Shaq, uh, well, I'm going to get one of the names right. Um, Magic came back in 95, 96, the year before. Yeah. So, but he was a shell of himself. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm just saying. Um, he, the the medication really drains you. Yeah. Um, the medication he was on really drains you. It was, it was too much for him to, to yeah. be able to do. Um, I just want to touch on, you know, with, with everything we knew about Kobe as a player and what a curmudgeon he was, um, we saw a very different Kobe. Oh Bryant yeah. Post retirement. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw him as a husband, saw him as a father. Um, you know, it was just a week before he died that we saw that, that image of, of him with Gigi and they're talking about basketball. And yeah, I know when I was 13, I was not, I didn't care anything about what my parents had to say about anything when I was 13. <laughs> and there she is. She is completely engaged. Yeah. You can tell she's, she is locked into whatever he is talking about. And mm-hmm. that's, that's something special. Yeah. And it was so weird for him to be doing this um, story. What do you, what does he call it? Kobe doing work. And then the stories about the, uh, what is it called? That where he breaks down the the game. I oh, was it details. Details. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so different from Kobe. Yeah. Well, he won a. What did he win? And uh, did he win an? What did he win? Well, he, he won. Uh, he won an Oscar. An Oscar. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm not sure. Some. But it was some so animation he was working on or something. I believe. Different for to see him doing that. But yeah, back to the. I mean all. All these women are talking about what he did for the women's game as far as uh, having the Mamba Academy. Yeah. yeah. The girls' basketball. Gigi was wanting to play for Gino, Ariema, and UConn. They did mm-hmm. a special tribute thing for her there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah he's, on her jersey, huh? He's an ambassador for, for the WNBA. You don't, you don't yeah, see that. Sparks. You just don't see that from anyone. Uh-uh. Um, so, yeah, man, in the four years, I guess, after his retirement, he – he really was starting to do a lot. And, yeah, I got here a number of charitable causes he took on. He, of mm-hmm. course, he's got the Kobe and Vanessa Bryant Family Foundation um, where they help homeless youth. And they've also set oh, okay. up a soccer club um, that uh, trains athletes in leadership, health, and fitness. Um, oh, okay. An ambassador for um, for after-school All-Stars, after-school program. Um, and he, he – raised and contributed his own money for that. Um, he f- he was the founding donor, which basically he paid. He didn't come up with it, but he paid for it to happen. Uh, the Smithsonian National Museum of African-American History and Culture. Hmm. Um, he raised money for the war in Darfur in 2008 um, when that was a big thing. I don't know if anyone remembers that, the whole Coney thing. Oh, no. Um, and the invisible children, all that. Uh, so he raised money for the for that. Uh, he donated books to LeBron's schools. <laughs> um, donated five thousand dollars to pretty much rescue a Sacramento high school girls basketball team. Wow. <laughs> um, he over his career, he met with over a hundred kids in the Make a Wish Foundation. Um, mm. He gave his own time and money to various uh, cancer organizations and donated uh, the Chinese equivalent of $700,000 to fund uh, sports and cultural programs in China. 
Um, and all this is from uh, from Essence.com, just just the site, my source. Oh, good to say, where did you find all that? Um, and so, like, I never, you know, we, you, you, it's easy to compare Kobe and Michael in their demeanor on the court, but you don't really get a sense that Michael was much different off the court than he was on it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying Michael hasn't done some charity. I know he has. Uh, I don't think he's done it to this extent. Um, I, I haven't seen him take on a lot of causes. I haven't seen him be an ambassador for much of anything. He, he he doesn't get in the public eye that much, especially for a guy that owns yeah, yeah. the NBA. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is, you know, they are very different. As much as they were alike in in their playing days, very different after them. Yes, uh, and it's sad to think that Kobe is, will go into the Hall of Fame posthumously. Uh, they aren't they going to move it up to this year? I think they moved and made oh. a special for him to be inducted this year, twenty twenty, because he's supposed to wait till five years, twenty twenty one. But yeah, um, I think they're going ahead and letting him. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about year. that, but uh, but I yeah, had to I work mean, on that. I wouldn't be surprised. I had to work on that word word before I came on posthumously. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, and when you think about it, this is Super Bowl week. Yeah, and we're talking about Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. That is how much his life has reverberated and permeated oh, yeah. into um, into our lives globally speaking and um, world known. And you've seen so many beautiful uh, you know tributes to, mm-hmm. to Kobe uh, yeah. you know it, it started on the the afternoon that he died when the um, uh, I think it was the Raptors and Spurs. Um, oh yeah, I won the to first games. Yeah, man, where they um, each and they uh, they each dribbled out the twenty four second yeah. clock. Um, in honor of and then, his jersey number twenty four, yeah. and then the Celtics mm-hmm. followed suit. And I, I noticed that uh, Jalen Brown, who himself wears number eight, um, oh okay, yeah. he when the clock hit eight, he uh, faked a shot. Uh, hmm. while they were dribbling it out. Um, you know, we've seen numerous people, you know, riding on their sneakers. Uh, yeah. We've seen, you know, some jersey number changes. Uh, Terrence Ross changing from eight. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie changing from eight. Uh, hmm. Quinn Cook is changing his number Quinn to Cook, 28 yeah. in honor of Kobe and Gianna, who Gianna wore Number two. Oh, okay. Um, and then you got Alizé Johnson who says, "I'm going to honor him by keeping my number." <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't know people were changing from his number. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then, of course, you had uh, Mark Cuban retired the number, uh, which actually yeah, brings me to to another question: How do you feel like what? people should? Um, how do you feel about it? How do you feel like people should like? Do you feel like there should be a ruling from the league oh. that we're retiring twenty four and eight? Um, and I also saw where somebody was making a petition for him to be changed to the logo. Yeah, I've heard about that instead of Jerry West. What do I think? Um, each team could retire twenty four. I guess I don't know. Uh, my personal opinion. I'm not going to tell anyone how to how to cope with loss. Um, right. If you want to, you know, uh, yeah, everyone everyone copes with their copes with their losses differently. Um, so I'm not going to tell Andre <laughs> Johnson that yeah. he's wrong for wearing number 24. If that's the way. Oh yeah. That's the way he feels like. 
if that's the way that LZ Johnson wants to honor Kobe, that's fine with me. I don't I don't think the the league should come up with an official you know, retirement of the number. No, no, it shouldn't um, right. They're gonna do the all star game different, I hear. I'm not exactly sure what it is, do you? Uh I don't know. Well what I would like to see Wait, is I would like to see one team in all twenty fours and another team in all eights. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, rest in peace, Yana, and all those all those aboard that, that helicopter. Um Still can't believe it. But yeah, we did it's real. We did just want to touch on a couple more things tonight. Um which they announced the uh, res- reserves now for the East and West. Yeah, hey, you ahead. ready? East reserves are Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, Ben Simmons, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo, and DeMontis Sabonis. And for the West, we got Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Nicole, wait, Nikola Jokic, Rudy Gobert, Brandon Ingram, and Russell Westbrook. You have any issues? Um, speaking from the from the position of a Celtics fan, if there were to be one Celtic on there, I I feel like Jalen Brown should be on there over Jason Tatum. Oh, okay. um, numbers. I, I think. Don't know. I think Brown is the better overall player. Um, he's more <laughs> consistent. Uh, yet. Tatum will get you some, will get you buckets, but he'll he'll miss a whole lot of them too. <laughs> uh, he has shot his ass in games this year. Uh, yeah, I don't. I can't look at the list. I didn't think of anybody that I, maybe Devin Booker, but they're not winning for the Suns. Who else? Uh, Did Town cool off? Towns and Wiggins. You know, I've heard some people take some issue with Jokic. Um, that he hasn't been very consistent this year. Um, but, I mean, I think there's a – I think they put a – put a like a – you have to have the two two bigs and three, you know, wings. Oh, they did, and, yeah. I, I think yeah, – yeah. uh, Yeah, front court. court and back court. Um, court. yeah. So, I think they put – you know, put a template out there where you have to do it that way. Um yeah, right. Honestly, I I kind of miss the days where everything was voted on by position instead of having like two small forwards or three small forwards in the starting lineup. Yeah. What about Kyrie? He's been hurt so much; he's not even going to be in an All Star game. Thank you. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, and here's here's the other thing I'm I'm glad of. I can't remember. Maybe, on, maybe I said this last last time. Thank goodness there's no Dirk Nowitzki. Or Vince Carter on these rosters. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> cannot stand it when guys Grand Hill guys who have injured. played their butts off who are deserving of being in an all star game get pushed aside so we can have this honor. Oh, it's his it's his last year. Uh-huh. I'm not that sentimental. Lifetime achievement achievement award. Like, Dirk Dirk's been right. in enough. He's he can he can miss <laughs> miss one. He'll be all right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, everybody enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Some yeah. Enjoy some commercials, some food, some beverages. And we'll see. It's another one of those uh, yeah. high-power offense versus high-power defense. Yeah. Sort of I'm hearing other a bunch of them saying defense wins championships or saying the 49ers like Travis, but I just feel yeah. like it's Mahomes and the Chiefs. Year. It's going to be my homie. We'll see. All right. Well, we need to <laughs> wrap this thing up and do some trivia. Go out with some fun. Is PC Hooper still awake? Oh, I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need at least we honored Kobe tonight, so we'll we'll go back to you know cracking jokes and having fun, uh, talking some crazy stuff next week. But let's shoot some trivia questions out. All right. What are we working on? Or, NBA or what? Just going to do four. I won't keep you all too long. Okay. Uh, do three NBA and then one NCAA. My chances are better with NBA. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So my chances are better with NBA, but I'm sure you'll uh, <laughs> do better than me. I don't know. I think equally, so it doesn't make any difference on me. That, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> uh, let's try this one. What NBA player was known as the Worm? Dennis Rodman. The Worm. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> All right. Uh, what former Lakers guard became the team's general manager? Jerry West. Jerry West. Died. Right? All right. Yep, one more here. What Celtic star of the 80s? This should be easy for you, Greg. Did the Boston Globe say look like Herman Munster? Oh, Kevin, Kevin Gale. Gale. Yes. <laughs> That's so funny, Herman Munster. Now for the NCAA. Okay. Uh, what team has has the longest drought of NCAA appearances? Mm. New Jersey. Oh Lord. Tech, or NJIT. He's just. Yeah, I have no idea. No idea. Is there a hint? Harvard. What? Harvard? Harvard. Really? 66 years they went without getting in the tournament. Huh. I'd given up. Northwestern didn't make it till 2018. So how about them? Well, just Harvard went from 46 to 2012 without being. Oh, beating. I gotcha. Has NJIT been in one? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I know they went five years without winning a game. So, <laughs> Oh, you actually looked that up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. All right, guys. I guess it's not a drought if you've never been there. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> All right. Gregory. Well, you know, we, uh, we appreciate y'all coming listening to us tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just that it will. It won't stop being sad. Right. It won't stop hurting. Um, for for quite some time. But uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Will will remember you, and um, also to the rest of those victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest in peace. And yeah. we'll be back um, with some Hopefully. lighter stuff next week. Hopefully with some trap with Travis, yes. <laughs> right, y'all have a good week. Right, get well. You too, man. Mm-hmm.